to Data Learners. Hi. Data Learners. Where we learn about this data, data science. science. You can make a tax-deductible donation to Data Learners. So what's on the topic today, Tori? I heard that you have an update for me. Yeah, um, so the project I was working on, the um, Oakland Parking Tickets and Income and Neighborhoods Project, not much has happened with the actual project. I'm going to be honest there. But, for good reason, last week, two weeks ago, you said pandas was the thing to use, and I've been trying to learn pandas. I fully support this mission. Pandas is hard. It's difficult. I just learned Python, even like a little bit of Python. So it's hard to throw pandas on top of like a whole bunch of Python that I barely know. That is... Does that make sense? It does. And it's interesting to hear you say that because I think I learned pandas before I learned a lot of general purpose programming. Or maybe like I mostly focused on pandas and just had enough enough Python to like Uh get by. And so for me, like, learning some of the general purpose programming stuff was way harder than Pandas. But that could also be because I had previously learned SQL, which is a similar, which serves a similar function in this role. Okay, I'm going to also be honest about how much time I've spent on learning Pandas. Uh, Maybe, like, three hours, four hours at this point. Okay. So okay. and and by that I mean probably about half an hour of focused work, and then like maybe an hour or two of watching lectures, and then getting tea. Interesting. So it's been a very unproductive couple weeks. Interesting study strategy. It was Thanksgiving. I support it. Yeah. It was Thanksgiving. I fully support it. Um, but I am motivated, and this next week I'm gonna make progress. Speaking of progress, I signed up for another Coursera class. The uh, class. I think you'll like this one, is Introduction to Data Science in Python. And what you're going to learn in this class, what it says on the website right now, is Python programming, NumPy, helpful, yes? You mentioned that one, didn't you? Yes, Pandas is built off of NumPy. Pandas and data cleansing. Not cleaning, not wrangling, but cleansing. Cleansing. Sounds more like a spa. Sanitizing. Yeah. Get that um, dirty data. Uh, yeah, and it's about CSV files and about just all that fun stuff you mentioned last time. This Some is of what the fun this stuff. is what you need. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, if I need to do this project, this is what I need to do, because my whole Python SQL database thing was really inefficient. Yeah. And not very helpful because of the small, small amount that I did learning pandas. I'm like, wow, it's so much easier with pandas. Yes. Because, like, you can manipulate data frames, you can change, like, you can transpose a data frame just like that. Yep. Easy. It's much less memory intensive than using a SQL database. Mm-hmm. There's a lot. Yeah. Well, I don't want to go into the entirety of what Pandas is great. If you guys want to learn about Pandas, podcast, audience, people, definitely Google it. I started to look for resources besides the Python class. Um, and maybe you can tell me, Tori, what you think of this book. It says, Learning the Pandas Library, Python Tools for Data Mining munging analysis and visual have you heard of that one i'm, I'm not sure let me show you the title the publisher treading on python series mm-hmm. and it's like a short guide matt harrison 
It's free. There you go. Uh, it's short, and it came recommended to me by my um, data science course I'm taking on Coursera. So. Okay, I like it. Mm-hmm. As long as you're learning Python 3 and not Python 2. Yeah, right? this is updated. Cool. Should be. We'll get there. I mean, Python 2 and 3 are like the same thing, right? They are very, very similar, so it's not like you'll have a huge learning curve from one to the on, other. Like, print statements, yeah. you know. But eventually you'll you'll get caught up. Okay. Yeah. Python 3, stay in Python 3. Yeah, so that's where I'm at. I'm at like, I need to learn more before I do more, which I feel like a lot of people should take that advice. Yeah, and no. It's like so tempting to spend a lot of time like doing a tutorial because you kind of feel good about mastering this thing in a really structured way. Mm-hmm. But then you go back to your project and you're kind of still maybe stuck yeah. or well, maybe you learned more than you needed for that step. So the last Python course that I took, which was the, it was called Python for Everybody. Not that it was Python for Everybody. I took that course and it showed me about like doing Git requests from websites scraping mm-hmm. and then i like used it got to a point in my project where i was like i don't know what to do now <laughs> so there i was like okay let's let's learn some more because i was able to like find good data sources i think and then i was able to go on a website and take the information without having to like manually input everything which would have just been stupid and then i got stuck when it came to kind of being able to do math on that data Mm-hmm. Um, which is why I feel like pandas would be helpful for that. That is absolutely the right thing to think. Awesome. Yeah. I guess I just wanted to reveal mm-hmm. that I and most people who are working in a job doing this, when mm-hmm. they get stuck, they just Google like the answer to the specific thing that they're stuck oh. on and not like learn an entire framework. But I feel but like we do have a little bit more foundation. Yeah. So the things we're getting stuck on, I guess, are smaller. Like if we think about programming for data science as like the ocean yeah right and we think about where you are you're on like you're like on a a nice comfortable like 30 40 foot yacht right now sounds nice yeah you know like you you've got a bathroom and like a place to sleep and you can go where you want for the most part right i i am like on a dinghy that has a rope attached to your yacht and i'm like Getting splashed by the waves. I'm very cold. I just want a life vest so that if I fall off, I'm not going to, like, drown. That's where I feel like I'm at at this point. So I'm, like, I'm like picking up scrap wood along the way, things that fall off your boat, and, like, constructing a slightly larger boat than my dinghy. I like this. This sounds fun. <laughs> this you. is what the podcast should be about. <laughs> Me making ridiculous metaphors. You should get a dinghy, and we should just go do this. Uh. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say dinghy. I was like, please say dinghy. What's wrong with dinghy? I just love it. It's such a good word. Yeah. Dinghy. So, yeah, I, I think I've made progress, and I'm learning more so I can make more progress. So... I think that's a good transition into like what our topic today is, is like, what are data science practical skills that people use and that are useful now? Because I know that's probably changed from what, when you started? Yes. Before you started. Oh my goodness, it changes so much. Part of what we want to do is, one, say what's being used right now, maybe try to say look ahead 
what's going to be used five years from now or two years from now or just like next year. It looks like you've got a really cool article up. Yes, it's funny that you mentioned this. So I found this article and it's recently been refreshed. It is super fresh. It was published today. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Which is crazy. Tori, (laughs) finger on the pulse of data science. On the pulse of the data science industry. (laughs) Wow. So this guy, Jeff Hale, has, for at least the past two years, done an article called The Most In-Demand Tech Skills for Data Scientists. And this year, with the freshness, he hit us with percent year-over-year change in skills. So we can... What? Talk about how rapidly the industry is changing. And we can also dive into pandas and whether, in fact, you do need to learn it or not. Did he data science, data science skills? He did indeed. What do you want to start with? What, what's what's at the beginning of this article? Okay, so I think we should start with, like, the, what am I trying to think of? Family feud of data science skills. It's easy. You just guess what the top ten are, and then I'll oh, tell okay. you if you're right or wrong. All right. Let me. Let me. I didn't look. I didn't look. Okay. Let me see. Okay. What are the top ten data science technologies in job listings in 2019? You mean tools, tech skills? Yeah. Tech, you he just qualifies okay. it as technology. All right. So you can. It's so very broad. Based on where I'm starting, because like when I thought of data science and when you told me where to start, Python's probably got to be number one. Okay, Python isn't on the board. Wait, wait, wait. Should I go? Okay, go ahead. I yeah, we're gonna look. do this. Look. We're gonna do this like boom, boom, boom. Three you get. Things. We'll see how many you get Make for it like three battleship. Tricks. Like battleship. Okay. <laughs> Ding! That is on the board. Cool. Okay, so on you get board. to keep guessing until you get three strikes. So you can tell me like if it's number one, number three, number. That five. is number one on the board. All right. Sweet. Over seventy percent of listings mention Python. Cool. Um, how about pandas? Pandas. Eh, that is not on the board. Then why am I learning pandas? We're going to talk about that because it's... <laughs> <laughs> just whine about it. Should we just, should we talk just about tell it? me why, why am I learning pandas if it's not on the board? It's not top 10. So I think there's a caveat here with this list. Oh, it's listings. Yeah, these are job listings. So, so it's kind of actually implied that... Pandas is that, part of Python. Yeah, it's kind of implied okay, it's that... it's a library. It's like saying that data science is the top skill for data okay, scientists. Gotcha. You gotta just know. So, like, would I say SQL? So it is on the board somewhere, but it's not on the top, top board. Oh, okay, gotcha. So SQL's important, but it's not on the top ten. No, I was talking about pandas. Do you want oh. to say SQL? Yeah, so, all I right. do want to say SQL. Okay. Ding, 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 ding. SQL okay. is on the board. It is the number three spot. Wow. Wow. That's You're good amazing. at this. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's say machine learning. Machine learning is not on the board. I think he probably filtered that out for this analysis. Okay. He didn't give super details on his methodology. All right, all right. Let me move on. Let me move on. It's more focusing I have on so many guesses. Frameworks like pandas. And okay. All right. Languages. R. R. R is number two on the board. Wow. I'm good at this. So good at this. I'm good at this. Okay. So we did Python. We did pandas. We did SQL. We did R. Machine learning wasn't there. Um, Excel. Oh man, Excel is on the board. Wow, it's it. way down there though. Okay, one, two, three. Four, and there's got to be some six, other languages seven, on there eight, too, nine, right? Because it's fourteenth on the board. I thought so you said top ten. I just glanced at this chart. It looked like there were ten things. There's fifteen. Wow. So 
You'd if think you a wanna, data scientist you, could count. <laughs> you would, and you would be wrong. Um, okay, so fine, you're out. Excel's not on the top 10. It's number 13. So your turn is over. And I don't think I can take my turn. because So I should just keep guessing? Or can we just say what's on okay, the Okay, yeah, now we're just going to reveal. Okay, reveal, reveal. reveal. All right, so you got the top three. Python, R, and SQL. So Python is ahead by about 15, 20 percentage points over R, mm-hmm. which is not surprising. Wait one second. So this is the percentage of listings that have these mentioned. Yes. That's so we're saying that this. 70% of listings mention Python or 75%. Yeah. Cool. And then R, how many percents? 55%. Okay. How about SQL? Also 55%. What is Spark? Yeah, we can definitely get into that. What's interesting about the um, Python R thing is that was the biggest debate and like the most common article that I saw on data science was, Uh should I learn Python or R for data science? Python took over. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so like R is just trailing. People are like adjusting. So what is Spark? Spark is a distributed computing framework. So when you have too much data for it to fit on your laptop or just one machine, you can spread it across multiple machines. Okay, so like if you've got like multiple hard drives in a server or something like that. Yeah, you can think of it for like multiple that. Servers? Um it's Do you need more than one server for data? It's we usually call it an instance, a compute instance. It's just like an abstraction of a computer mm-hmm. because you can actually like order how much storage and how much disk space and how much CPU you want on that machine. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Competence? Or competence. Like competences. Are you competent? Is this a pun? Okay. Uh, it's a compute. Oh my competence. god. Fail. You guys got it. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay, right. so Spark is important to know. It's number four on the list for sure. Yeah. Um Java? No, yeah. Hadoop. You said Hadoop was dead. Hadoop is dead. Then why is it on number five? Well, the sources of this are Indeed, Simply Hired, and Monster. Oh, so they might so, have like old systems. So those are where no. people are posting the jobs. Okay. And so companies that are posting there will still have these technologies around and still be using Hadoop. Okay. Um, so it's dying. So Hadoop is a distributed file system that can work as the back end for Spark. So you read your data for from Hadoop into Spark. Um, but like more of that is abstracted away with AWS and Google cloud platform. They have Uh their own file systems that they've integrated with. Which are not Hadoop. Uh, no, it's basically the same technology, but not Hadoop. So if you're getting into data science, you don't have to learn Hadoop because someone else is doing it for you. Yeah. It would be really weird to learn Hadoop. It sounds weird to learn Hadoop. Okay. <laughs> okay, so Hadoop is dying. Don't worry about Hadoop. Yeah. Other people do Hadoop if you're doing data science. But you can become a Hadoop engineer for Amazon Web Services, I presume? No, no, I would not presume. It's an op- It's just an open source framework. It's being supplanted by Smart. like new evolutions of that same. Okay, of, like, more so open. that's just a whole different field. Yeah. We're not going to worry about it. Yeah. And then Java comes next. I thought that was for like animations. Java? Maybe I'm just... <sighs> It's a lower level programming language. Mm -hmm. So a lot of software is written in Java. For some companies, they have an engineering stack and they want Mm -hmm. their machine learning stack and their data science stack to be part of their software stack. And so they will have 
one of two things will happen. They'll try to hire data scientists who write in Java, as I guess is the point of this posting, or right. data scientists will write all their stuff in Python or R. And then there's kind of like this in-between guy that's like half data scientist, half engineer, and he actually mm. translates everything that the data science wrote into Java. That which sounds is boring. Insane. Hellish. It's so boring for that person. It's insane that companies have this redundancy, like just upgrade your stacks. Stacks? Uh, a stack is like the set of technology, languages uh, that you're using. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You just stack things on top of each other. And what you're saying is that they just have a rotten foundation. They just built on older technology, and rather right. than upgrading with the times, they just are kind of yeah. soldiering on with their Hadoop and Java. So they're just going to keep going until yeah. it becomes financially unfeasible. Okay, moving forward, though. Tableau. Tableau, also known as Tableau. Right. Oh, um, Tableau. I was a big, <laughs> Does like... Does it blow? <laughs> <laughs> so weirdly, it was just acquired for a lot of money as was another really popular data visualization tool so this is a no-code tool for analysts it's the wordpress of analytics okay so that just got bought so someone's doing something with it uh it's more a sign that it's not going away so this was Mm -hmm. like really really cool five years ago and then it kind of stopped being cool and Mm -hmm. we all thought oh no like the visualization software industry is in trouble. Apparently, it has staying power. Sweet. Um, a Amazon Web Service, AWS. You know what AWS is. Good job. Do I need to learn AWS in some you way? You can actually get certified in AWS, which is an entire, like, long process, multiple courses that you take just to learn all the software that they have. So don't be... How many months would it take me? Um, working full-time on AWS to get certified. I don't know how, how long it would take full-time. There are Two people weeks. who do it at my work, like, part-time, and they spend several months on it. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, SAS. Sounds sassy. <sighs> SAS is a proprietary statistical software, so it's not open source like most of the other tools that we've talked about. So I don't have access to it right now you don't have as access a learner. To it. You have to buy a license, and pretty much the only people who still do that are not very technical companies maybe like government agencies or okay so this might be public sector public sector you'll see this a lot okay because it's just like an old system yeah that was the top 10 we're not going to talk about these Uh, we're just going to mention them hive teraflow something scala oh we didn't mention hive all right we don't have to mention c plus plus sounds important for programming but not for data science. Okay, fine. Um, Excel, what I mentioned earlier. Yeah. Azure is just the color. I don't know why they have it as red on there. That's actually Microsoft's competitor to AWS. <laughs> so they're losing. <laughs> yeah, and GCP, <laughs> which is Google's, is not even on the chart. Oh, Amazon is taking over the world. Well, we can look at the change year over year and see if there's any up-and-comers. Any up-and-comers? Uh, Get... Yeah, that's kind of weird. No, not not in the cloud services space. Mm-hmm. Uh, disconcertingly, AWS has actually gained uh, prominence uh, with a 5% change year. Is it just because they're cheap? Um. Oh, you know what? Amazon makes some of its money off of its web services like that, doesn't mm-hmm, it? Mm-hmm. That's how they're able to subsidize their warehouses. So this is interesting. Mm-hmm. PyTorch is something that I'm learning now. What is PyTorch? It is a framework similar to Scikit-Learn. Do you know what Scikit-Learn is? 
No. Not yet. Okay, so it's just... Uh, this sounds like a different language. PyTorch. It's... Scikit-learn? <laughs> These are just, um, like, libraries, which are... Okay. Collections cool. of... Soft... Someone put it together. It's helpful. Yep, it's helpful. And they each kind of serve a different purpose. So mm -hmm. PyTorch is for uh, deep learning. Okay. So this is, like, machine learning... And like you throw in a bunch of data, and uh, what is deep learning? Ah, we will have another site. Tune in next week uh, to find out what is deep learning. <laughs> it's exciting. It is exciting. So, in summation, there are a good few things that we should definitely be learning, and it looks like we're starting on the right things. Python, yeah. Um, R, SQL, Spark seem like the really important things for data scientists to learn. Yep. Hadoop is dying. Java is a niche field, and the rest, don't worry about it. Yeah, I will add to that R is dying. R is dying. Saw the okay, so don't worry about R. the biggest percent change. Ooh. Yeah, oh, and here, I was right, SAS and Hadoop are the next biggest losers year over okay, year. Okay, so just worry about Python, Pandas, which is part of Python, and what was the other one? SQL? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And um, just as a teaser, like, AWS. three of the top gainers are actually deep learning libraries so okay so the future is about learning i think we did it we did it we done done nice work tori the percent year-over-year -year change, but you actually see that R has had the biggest decrease um, wow. in postings. There is a mad baby outside. Yeah, should we? No, it's okay. We're not going. Yeah. I'll just delete the baby. <laughs> that sounds ominous. <laughs> uh...